The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. My counselor, Rand Teed, he's a national treasure. Here's his one fundamental thing. Don't be a dink. So it'd be pretty sad if the NFL came out and restricted the media even more. Hey, Devontae, you're storming off the field. Maybe if there's a guy cutting in front of you, maybe just stop. How about that? How about that? That's it. Life comes down to don't be a dink. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Huh. Yeah. Um, you know what? We got past the censors with that one. Uh, and welcome to the RP Show, everybody. Let me get my bell out. Feel like I'll be ringing it a few times today. It's the last show in South Florida for a while. Heading back to the Great White North for a spell beginning tomorrow. It's going to be a fantastic program today. I'm, I'm feeling, obviously, some NFL talk, some CFL talk, but a lot of hockey talk. And we'll be joined by Curtis Glencross, Flames Oilers alum, and uh, Luke Gazdick, the alum of the New Jersey Devils and Edmonton Oilers. He's got some exciting analytics, betting stuff going on. He'll be with us in hour two. Um, interesting pre-show preamble about Jim Lang talking about the Leafs and Habs. Let's bring in the Moose right now, Darren Moose DuPont, who I see is not wearing a Maple Leafs bunny hug slash hoodie today. It's a Tom Brady one. Uh, how much, and obviously I'm opening with last night's NHL leftovers, but how much of the game did you catch from Santa Rebel? Yeah, I watched pretty much all of it last night and it was awesome. I mean, from that building being the greatest place to start a hockey season, uh, they did the pregame introductions and you saw Carey Price walk out with his suit on and, you know, get the ovation that he got. Like you just get chills. And then to have you know, Toronto, Montreal open the season. So I watched the whole thing and it was awesome. Uh, except for the results. <laughs> Let's hit the quick show, a <laughs> uh, quick six show horn, please. Director Jordan, please. And uh, let's roll with the quick six show horn. Please and thank you. We'll, we'll open there. Josh Anderson scored the game winning goal. And by the way, we're going to call this the morning skate. And we're going to do it every day. And we're going to fly through last night's NHL games as much as we can. And then we'll come back and we'll... Um, and analyze them. So Josh Anderson scored the game-winning goal with 19 seconds to go as the Montreal Canadiens opened their season with a thrilling 4-3 victory over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Cole Caulfield scored two in the victory, and Sean Monaghan added the other, the guy that everybody laughed at when the Habs got him from Calgary in the offseason. Um, you per- I'm not going to troll you here, but you did pick Leafs by three or more. And I'll just say, do you find it difficult to predict when it's your team playing? Because I... I do. You know, it clouds your judgment. Do you find that? Oh, absolutely. And I also find that hockey is one of the toughest sports to predict as well. Very, very difficult. 
Interesting. Okay. Um, out west, Connor McDavid scored a hat trick and added one assist as the Edmonton Oilers took a 5-3 win over the Vancouver Canucks after going down 3-1 early in the second. McDavid and Darnell Nurse combined for four unanswered goals to carry the Oilers to victory. David Pasternak had a goal and three assists to help the Boston Bruins beat the Washington Capitals 5-2 in each team's season opener. Martin Neckes had a goal and two assists as the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-1. Patrick Laine had the Columbus goal. He left with injury. Cole Sillinger had the goal of the year so far in the NHL. This off, he's 19, but don't you know, he went through the entire Carolina team and potted a beauty, the only game for Carolina. Uh, sorry, the only goal for Columbus. Um, Arturi Lekkonen and Valerie Nichushkin each scored two power play goals. Mika Rantanen had four assists in the Colorado Avalanche, began their Stanley Cup title defense with a 5-2 win over the Chicago Blackhawks. Troy Terry scored his second goal 55 seconds into overtime, and the Anaheim Ducks beat Seattle 5-4. Mason McTavish had two assists in the game for the Ducks. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's the six games. I want to say this. I have such a, a golden opportunity here, as afforded to me by yourself and all the people behind the RP show, Darren. Uh, back when I was doing local radio, and you yeah. did ro- local radio too, we, you know, we would read in the sports cast for our American viewers that wouldn't probably know, realize this. Only the Canadian team scores. That's it. But where I'm from, Regina, Saskatchewan, the breadbasket of the NHL, it is. Um, I would have scouts come up to me because every team has a scout living there. In some cases, it's the assistant GM of an NHL team or it's a uh, head scout or whatever. Every team's represented in Regina. And I had a scout come up to me. His name is Brian Raymond. You might know him. He was with the Blue Jackets at the time. And he's like, Rod, I listen to your sports every day at 8.35 a.m. when I'm driving to the wherever he's going. And he goes, uh, you just get the Canadian team. What about the Blue Jackets? I rep an American team. I had one minute for that sports cast, which they would later trim to 30 seconds for the sports cast, Darren. You couldn't even get through it. And the beautiful thing about this show, we'd talk about it however the hell long we want. How awesome is that? That's so great. You could do your sports update for 60 minutes if you wanted to. Just one straight through. <laughs> yes. You can go through every detail. So, no, this is, this is the place. This is where it's at. I'm probably going to rant on local radio, too, a little later on. But the freedom here that this show provides, I feel like I could never, ever, ever go back. So that's some NHL coverage. Um, and, again, I don't want to rub anybody's noses in it, but I'll just say I did pick the orders to win by two or more. Roll back the tape, guys. And the Oilers won uh, 5-3. But I don't really care whether they win or they lose. And the fact of the matter is, I don't really care whether the Flames win or lose. I don't. So it gives me the opportunity to be a little more objective. I'm really starting to fall in love with the Florida Panthers for obvious reasons. And um, today, one of the Miami newspapers, can you read that? Kachuk may be missing piece to Stanley Cup. Eh. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, we got it. Oh, sorry. Kachuk may be missing piece. There you go. Final yeah. piece to get Panthers, a Stanley Cup. So they're talking about Stanley down here in South Florida, just so you know. And I feel like I had several other thoughts that are escaping me right now. So I'll just tell you our NHL coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at Bronco Plumbing. Com. Okay, uh, moving on, because I said that we'll talk about tonight's NHL games. And I'm going to have some fun with you with this later on. 
real briefly my top five, bottom five. Just uh, don't tell anybody that we're doing it, okay? We're not going to do a lot of ballyhoo here, but here's my top five in the NHL. Number one, the Calgary Flames. I'm not moving off that. Number two, the Colorado Avalanche. Number three, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Number four, the New York Rangers. And number five, the Edmonton Oilers. So everybody in Edmonton, get off my back. So Calgary, Colorado's battle tonight in the Saddledome is for NHL supremacy. Uh, the bottom five, are you ready? Are the Seattle Kraken are the fifth worst team? San Jose, Montreal, Chicago, and Arizona is the worst team in the NHL until proven otherwise. Um, and the thing is, Darren, on the ninth floor of my tombstone, which <laughs> it's really going to cost <laughs> you a lot of money to get this thing erected, but I was watching the NHL Network the other day, and Mike Rupp, Mike Rupp, we all remember him, right, the former New Jersey Devil? He said on NHL Network, the Flames are the best, most talented team in the Pacific Division, but that doesn't mean that they're going to lead the division. And I'm like, I just said that last week, and oh, everybody was jumping all over me. So it's, it's lonely and tired to be so it's, – it's lonely and tiring to be so far ahead of the pack. It's, uh, it's really lonely. When you know, waiting for everybody to catch up. Anyways, we're going to play CFL Deal or No Deal right now for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Uh, and do me a favor, everybody, go download the app. It's very simple to use. Bet Regal, it's got all the odds there. Sign up for the play free uh, sports book. Um, this is what we do every week where we look at the games and Darren decides whether he takes the bet or not because he's, he's far better at betting than me. I actually suck at it. Um, week one. My earplug is calving on me right now, so just hang on. There we go. Working. Friday Night Football, Montreal Alouettes at the Ottawa Red Blacks. Montreal's favored by 3.5 on the road. And Ottawa beat Montreal on Monday in Montreal, right? 24-18. Now they meet five days later in Ottawa, and the Alouettes are still favored by 3.5, deal or no deal. No deal. Um, something's going on in Ottawa. You know, you get the little um, wind in your sail after the you know firing of a coach and that coaching change, and I think they still have it. So I'll take the deal. Or no deal, sorry. I'll take Ottawa. Yeah, I'm with you. And by the way, Bob Dice, and I watched that game on Monday. Uh, he is the interim coach in Ottawa. He, him and Samuel L. Jackson have never been seen together in the same room, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> they're doppelgangers of each other. Bobby Dice is now four and six all time. I think there's some head coaches in the league that don't have a, as good a winning percentage as Bobby Dice. And he's taken over crap teams twice. So anyways, Darren and I are buying Ottawa stock Friday. And then the late game is Hamilton Tiger Cats at the Calgary Stampeders. Stamps favored by seven. Deal or no deal? No deal. No deal. Um, too much on the line for Hamilton for the game to be a seven-point game. I think it'll be closer. I don't know who's going to win, but I think it'll be closer than seven. I'm with you. <laughs> That's the game of the week. I can't believe anybody would vote for any other game, but I'm with you. I yeah. think Hamilton will make it within seven and maybe even win. Saturday night, doubleheader, Tarana at Edmonton. Argo's favored by six. Can I go first? I'll take the deal. I I think it's going to be ugly. Argo's favored by six at Edmonton. Deal or no deal? Yeah, I'm with you. I'll take the deal. I can't, I can't quite figure out, and I love 
Everybody knows Chris Jones. I do. And his staff. Great guys and gals. But I see people saying, Jones is turning around Edmonton. How come Sass can't do that? And I'm like, he is? He is? I watched the game. <laughs> Are you gaslighting me? I watched the game in Winnipeg where they lost 48-11. How are they getting better? Uh, and then it is Winnipeg at BC and our odds makers. And when I say our, I mean Bet Regal. Because we are married, as Ali said. Uh, they're down in Costa Rica. They got the news in Costa Rica at their odds-making uh, facility that Zach Claros ain't going to play because BC's favored by 1.5 at home over Winnipeg. This has greatly changed the line, I would suggest, Darren, that Zach Claros is not playing in this game for Winnipeg because at BC, the Lions are favored by 1.5. So deal or no deal. Yeah, you know, this group in Winnipeg is so good around Caleros and around this, you know, uh, Mike O'Shea, that you switch a quarterback, Winnipeg should still win the football game. I say, I guess still got confidence in Winnipeg to win, not disrespecting BC, but I'm not going to take the deal. I'm going to still roll with Winnipeg. Wow. I'll take the deal. That's where we disagree. So by the way, yeah. um, we still have lots of time in this segment of the warm up, but I want to say this couple things. Um, before they escape me, uh, Winnipeg related, because we have a lot of viewers in Winnipeg. And of course, there's a capital dealership there, which reminds me, let me get this out of the way right now. Our poll question today for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center, capital with dealerships all across the Canadian prairies. What was the best performance in the NHL on Wednesday night? McDavid's three goals, Miko Rantanen's four assists, or John Gibson's 44 saves, or other for Anaheim. And running away with it is Connor McDavid, the last that I saw. We've had some write-in ballots on Twitter, and people are saying it was Jack Campbell's effort in Edmonton. But I'm sorry, even though he threw a beauty of a body check against uh, Dakota Joshua, it was a 36-save effort. I thought John Gibson's was better. And McDavid's going to win the poll anyway, so stop crying. Oiler fans, I'm getting tired of them already. So, um the Bombers going after a third Grey Cup and then the optimism around the Winnipeg Jets. Hustler talked about it here yesterday from Winnipeg Sports Talk, Darren. This is the stuff that makes sports talk fun. And our American viewers and listeners, because we're live on WQEE 99.1, your southern home of sports and talk, um, they can get in, down on this. They get it. Is Winnipeg the number one sports city in Canada right now, given the Bombers' dominance and the optimism for the moment around the Winnipeg Jets? You really got to sit and think about this for a second. You got to think about it for a second, because Calgary would go, well, it's us. Stamps are always good, and the Flames are my number one team in the NHL. Vancouver, (laughs) stop. When's the last time anybody there has made the playoffs in Vancouver? Ottawa? Same. Toronto, Argos don't even count. The Leafs are a laughing stock. And in Montreal, the Alouettes can't clinch a playoff spot, and the Canadians are up and down like a toilet seat. Do you tell me who it is other than Winnipeg? It's a great question. You know, you look at Winnipeg, if the Jets are good this year, you've got the Jets, you've got the Bombers trying to win three in a row, you've got the Winnipeg Ice that are number one in the country. Um, the Bisons are okay, too, if you want to go down that road, too. It's a pretty <laughs> decent sports town. Like, it really is. You know, 
you look at Toronto because of the MLS and the basketball and the baseball and, and, you know, football and hockey and all of that. And that makes it pretty great too. But in terms of being able to wave the flag right now, Jays are out. Raptors didn't win. The Leafs can't get past the first round, right? The Argos aren't drawing any fans. So no, it's not a lot of fun in Toronto and in Winnipeg. Yeah. They've got all the success right now. So I think it's probably a two horse race, Winnipeg one, Calgary two. And then there's Edmonton. Right. Yeah. Um, pardon me from John Ohm, um, in Winnipeg. He has written in the definition of the term gaslighting. It means to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. I thought everybody knew the term gaslighting, but I guess not everybody's a recovery professional in mental health and addiction recovery like me. That's what gaslighting it is. Uh, in layman's terms, changing the facts in a discussion to make the other person think that they're crazy. Fair. Fair. Yeah. So, look, uh, we'll take a time out. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says, Toronto, number one. Says who? Says you. Um, Andrew says, Montreal, Rod. Don't forget the soccer team. Well, I did forget the soccer team. On purpose. We'll continue this. We started something. I knew that we would. <laughs> we started something. It's the warm-up uh, on the way. Curtis Glencross and Luke Gazdick. It's the RP Show on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and on the radio. Your home of Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Landmark Cinema's extra members get your movie tickets for just half the points from September 16th to 29th. It's an offer you can't refuse. Any movie, anytime. Redeem just half the points every time. Any way you add it up. Or is that divided? It's movie time. Not a Landmark Extras member? Join for free now at LandmarkCinemas.com and movie more for less. Landmark Cinemas, where movie lovers get their extras. It's the RP Show. Last day here in South Florida for a while. We're heading back to Canada. Beginning Monday from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. I <laughs> can't wait to be back there. Uh, by the way, having some fun. Let's bring the moose in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Uh, reading some comments from the viewers here. I see some have just logged in and they're a little late to the party. Uh, they're going to have to catch up. We're talking about what's Canada's best sports city. I think it's Winnipeg. After reading the article written by our intern, Stephen Lillick, and then after the interview with Andrew Patterson yesterday, Nelson in uh, the Queen City says the only thing making Toronto top the list is the ability to check off the number of leagues you can watch. CFL, MLB, NBA, MLS, NHL. 
Uh, but that's not what the discussion is. Let's stay on point. If that was the case, New York and L.A. would be the best sports towns, and nobody is calling them that except them. Uh, and by the way, Thomas, watching on YouTube, says, is gaslighting the new buzzword? I don't know. Look it up. I don't know how long it's been around, but I'll, I'll tell you, it's in the recovery world it is, and it's important because I think I've been put on this earth not to talk sports. That's easy. It's not noble. I've been put on this earth to help people. So it now has a name. When people lie to you, I've been changed the facts in history and make you think you're crazy. There's a name. And the reason I say that, Darren, is people that don't know, I'm supposed to introduce myself to the viewers and listeners now. So say my advisors. I'm a recovery coach in sports, entertainment, and now military. I didn't want to work with the military. Do you know why? Because I didn't think I was qualified to work with the military. They came to me. And I'm like, guys, I, I, I'm not qualified. They said, no, no, our guys want to work with you. I'm like, okay. So I was talking to one, and he was suffering from effects of PTSD, obviously. Uh, had been seen active duty, was deployed in Afghanistan. I said, no, 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 what you're saying, you're not crazy. What you're going through is PTSD. 100% of soldiers that experience active duty come back to North America with PTSD, and 80% develop addictions. And the guy got up and goes, I'm just glad it's got a name. I feel so much better. You know what I'm saying? So that's the yeah. same thing with gaslighting. It's, it, it has a name now. The concept's been around forever. Anyways, sorry to go down that road, but I just want to tell people that's what I do. So sports isn't that normal. It's just uh, noble. It's just fun. Um, a word from our sponsor, Edo Japan, with freshly made food and high quality ingredients. Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. I see people writing in with CFL questions. You got to get here on time, noon Eastern every day. We talked about it in the first segment. Point three, Halifax Mayor Mike Savage said Wednesday that his city is going ahead with hosting the upcoming Men's World Junior Hockey Championship, barring any last-minute issues. To that I say, because we're planning to be there. Uh, yeah. Moving it would suck. Savage said Hockey Canada scandal should not cancel the tournament. And Serena said, they're not going to move it. She was right. I was worried. She wasn't. As usual, she's right. Um, by the way, at the movies, Halloween in theaters Friday. After 45 years, the most acclaimed, revered horror franchise in film history reaches its epic, terrifying conclusion as Laurie Strode faces off for the last time against the embodiment of evil, Michael Myers, in a final confrontation unlike any captured on screen before. Only one of them will survive. Does that sound like something that might that? interest you, Moose? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's on my list. I've watched these. This is my favorite series of Halloween movies, um, scary movies. And I watched the last one at the Landmark last Halloween or two Halloweens ago. And I was uncomfortable. That's how scary they're getting. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this is going to go. Okay. Well, you and I might have to go together. Um, <laughs> how many times did you see Top Gun? Seven. Yeah, my, that's a little. That's a little excessive. Okay, but 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 I I've seen it. I'm pretty sure with seven different people. So I've. 
I've, I've talked about the movie, how great it is. People haven't gone and I've taken them with me. So I don't go by myself. That's good. Hey, you, listen, you do whatever you want. <laughs> you do you. Um, but Serena asked me if I liked scary movies. And I said, well, not really. And I sure the hang don't like gory movies. I hated Texas Chainsaw Massacre and some of those. It was just stupid, you know. Um, and I had a very tough time getting through the real documentaries like Dahmer and stuff. We've talked about that. I'll yeah. go to Halloween. Um, Landmark Cinemas is one of our wonderful partners and sponsors. I'm just not the biggest scary movie guy. But I know when I got back to Canada, I'll be going to a, a heck of a lot more movies. Um, point four, the quick six. Kyle Wright threw six brilliant innings to outduel Zach Wheeler and the Atlanta Braves even their National League Division Series at one game apiece with a 3 nothing victory over the Philadelphia Phillies. Jerickson Profar singled in the go-ahead run in the sixth inning of the other game between two stellar defensive plays in the San Diego Padres beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 5-3 to even their NLDS at a game each. Switches over to the American League today. The games are Seattle at Houston, 3.37 Eastern, Cleveland at the Yankees, 7.37 p.m. Eastern. That's the extent of baseball we'll talk today. Um, NFL, Thursday nighter, Washington at Chicago. I want your take on this. Commanders favored by one. I'm laughing because it's another dog of a game, right? Like Amazon Prime's not exactly getting scintillating matchups. See the Broncos and the Colts last week that people are still talking about. You see what my buddy RG3 <laughs> said? Who, incidentally, he's my buddy. We didn't just go to a Super Bowl party together. We hung out. I got photos. He said we should all get a free month of Amazon Prime after having watched last week's show. That was the tweet of the week coming out of the NFL Week 5, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, absolutely it was. He's been really on fire with the Twitter account, and that was, yeah, that was the best one because that was awful. He's really good. He's really good. Yeah. My guy, RG3. So the game tonight. Um, I get a, I was wrong, and that's not rare. I've been wrong, I think, once before. Um, I said Ron Rivera was going to be the first head coach fired in the National Football League, and it ended up being Carolina's head coach, Matt Rule. Uh, and we know why. My gosh. How come they don't get brought up in the in the conversation of the worst team in the NFL? It's always Jacksonville or Houston, Houston or Jacksonville. Nobody talks about Carolina ever, or the Jets yeah. is brought up in the conversation. They don't talk about Carolina. So, anyways, I should have known it was Matt Rule. But, anyways, uh, so <laughs> in the coverage I was reading coming out of Week Five, uh, one of the reporters, I think it was Nate Davis from USA Today, said. Ron Rivera and Washington fans got the full Carson Wentz experience. He threw four touchdowns, but he threw a game-ending interception to lose them the game. The full <laughs> Carson Wentz experience. I just get a kick out of stuff like that. There are still some good writers around, you know? Isn't that a funny line? Yes. It's hilarious, and it's so true. We pulled the TV out on the deck because it was 15 or 18 degrees on, on Sunday, and we were all sitting around watching, and they're driving down the field, and my dad looks at me and said, oh, there you go. Your Titans are going to lose because here they come. They're going to march down the field. I said, Dad, it's Carson Wentz. He's going to make a mistake at some point in the most critical moment of the game. I didn't expect it to be at the goal line, 
But sure enough, it was. And that's why Washington is favored, I think, because Carson Wentz can play well. He can throw great football, and he, and he's done that. But he just has to find a way to get rid of the mental errors in the key moments. Otherwise, they'll ne- he'll never, you know, be more than what he is. He'll never grow into an elite quarterback or even a great quarterback in the NFL. Curtis Glencross and Luke Gazdick coming up as we'll be talking NHL today. Uh, I see the numbers on the screen. 902-518-3033. People have written in, and I'll get to those messages later on in viewer takeover. Um, oh, it's Jerry Jones' 80th birthday today. And us Cowboy fans, you know, I told you we're in a text string, so everybody's talking about Jerry and his 80th. And um, I got to say this, <clears throat> sidestepping sports, I guess. Here's another life lesson. My God, you guys are getting all these free advice today. Stephen A. Smith goes on first take today wearing an 88 Cowboys jersey. And you know he's got the long-standing rivalry with the Dallas Cowboys and their fans, right? Well, remember when uh, first take went to Dallas earlier on this year and Jerry Jones went on the set? He's got Stephen A. eating out of the palm of his hand. Today on first take, Stephen A. sang happy birthday to Jerry Jones on the air, said he couldn't bring himself to... Uh, pick against the Dallas Cowboys at Philadelphia here in week six. And I'm just like, Jerry went in there like a politician and charmed (laughs) Stephen A's butt off. I was going to say pants off, but I'd probably get canceled for that. But I'm like, you guys don't even understand. Like literally Brad Sham. I don't know if you were privy to that conversation. The voice of the Dallas Cowboys said, Rod, you come down here and Jerry would have you eating out of the palm of his hand. I'm like, no, he has all of you eating out of the palm of his hands, but I can read people. I don't really like Jerry, but all he did was show up on Stephen A's show, give him a piece of cake, and all of a sudden he's picking the Cowboys to win, thinking him happy birthday. See how easy Jerry did that? That's how he did it. That's what people like that do. Okay? Yeah. Very, very, very talented. It's a talent, right? And he's good at it. And when, you have, when you're in that position, you've got a little bit of that, that Southern charm, too. And, you know, Stephen A, you know. Goes for it, but happy birthday, Jerry. Fell for it. Happy 80th. Yeah. Fell for it is my point. But on the flip side, people wonder why the Dallas Cowboys are America's team, and they wonder why all they do is talk about the Cowboys all day on these ESPN shows. It's because Jerry is everywhere. And what are we doing with this show? We're everywhere. It's why I get so bloody pissed off at leagues and teams that won't do it. Commissioners that have gone into hiding that you'd have to, you're next going to be seen on milk cartons. Have you seen owners, GMs, players, coaches, whatever? It just drives me nuts. You wanted to hide. And now the rinks are empty. And the football stadiums are empty. Oh, it's because of COVID. Oh, really? Because I saw Rogers place in Bell Center full last night. Get off your ass and do something. Oh, it's because of COVID. How long are they going to ride that, Moose? How long are they going to ride oh, that, man. do you think? Probably another 18 months, and then it'll be, you know, three years after that. Well, people are still broke because COVID, you know, has has long lingering effects. Oh, inflation, Rod. Have you seen about the inflation rate, which is a real thing? But again, it's excuses. It's always excuses. But, 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 but it's the NHL. They sell out every game. We're not that. They're big league. I thought you were big league. That's what you keep telling me. 
It's what you want everybody to believe. Did, did you watch the Blue Jays home games where you couldn't get another soul in there with a shoehorn? Oh, it's because of COVID. <laughs> right. Hour two, we'll be talking tonight's 10 NHL games, the battle for NHL supremacy, the Colorado Avalanche at the Calgary Flames. I can see that one, too. When the Flames speedboat them, everybody's going to say, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but the Avs played the night before. <laughs> the yeah, but crowd. All right. Curtis Glencross is next. Moose, I'll see you in hour two. Later. All right. It's your favorite daytime sports talk show. We'll be right back on the Game Plus TV network available all across Alberta and BC on Telesoptic Cable. Also Saskatchewan, Sastel Max TV, and Manitoba Bell MTS Cable, and of course all throughout Eastern Canada and 31 U.S. states. We're also live on YouTube and on the radio, WQEE, your home of Southern Sports and Talk, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Last day, last day broadcasting from South Florida. We will be back at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino beginning Monday for a three-week stint leading up to Grey Cup. I'll be heading through Atlanta tomorrow where we are on WQEE 99.1 FM. Um, hey, our next guest, I always like chatting with him from, well, morning, Kindersley Sask. Glad you asked where the Clippers are having their alumni weekend this weekend. He's not one of them, but Curtis Glencross uh, joins us from, I think, just outside Calgary, the veteran of 507 NHL games. How you doing, Curtis? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. Good to hear from you. Good to be chatting hockey with you, Curtis. Um, and for those that don't know, they should, but 507 games between Anaheim, Columbus, Edmonton, Calgary, and Washington. Can you settle something for me? There's a urban legend that you're the first guy to ever be traded between the Flames and the Oilers. And I looked up your bio and it said, you signed as a free agent in Calgary. What's the story yeah, there, Curtis? That's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it was a signing. So, um, yeah, I went to Edmonton that year, um, was there for the end of the year, got traded the trade deadline in Edmonton. Um, to Edmonton from Columbus, it was uh, kind of a salary cap dump for. Um, I was I was making league, like almost league minimum kind of thing at the time, and and uh, they were there was a year after the Oilers well, went on that big run there in 06, 07 or whatever it was, and uh, so it came free agency, and they were wanting to save all their money. That is what they told me that they wanted to uh, try to get Mary Hosa in there as a big free signing that year, and uh, it ended up uh, not quite working out, so they didn't have any cap space and. And uh, I was fortunate enough that um, on free agency day that July 1st that Daryl Sutter was calling and nipping at our heels right away um, and wanted me to come down to Calgary. And, and uh, I think by you know half hour into free agency that morning, I had, uh, had a three-year deal on the table with Calgary and ended up coming south. So um, just kind of ended up the way it did, business side of it. And, and worked out great, obviously. But I will, whoever says that you're the first guy traded between the two, I'll correct them. How crazy yeah, is that city going? Yeah, how how crazy is that city going in advance of the home opener tonight? Flames against the Avalanche. You know what? There's been a lot of buzz through. Uh, you know, obviously, I think the way that uh, Tree turned things around in like a week period there um, when all of a sudden losing Johnny, and then 
you know, Chucky wanted to go and that kind of thing. And he's, you know, you got to give Brad credit. He's done a great job of, you know, filling them spots. And, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a, all through preseason. They're excited to have these new guys in town. Um, the guys in town, like, uh, the guys are excited to be here too, and they want to be here. Um, so it's, uh, it's something where the buzz is, the buzz is definitely going. I'm actually, I'm heading to the game tonight and doing a little bit of an alumni event tonight there. So it's going to be a good atmosphere in the building. And, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's, you know, even just last night watching the, I watched a little bit of Yoder game last night and, uh, you know, that, that home opener feeling and that buzz in their buzz in town, it's just, there's nothing like it to get the season rolling. Absolutely. Now I, you probably been asked this all summer. Are the Flames better now, or is it too early to say? You know what? I think it's I think it's too early to say when you when you lose the numbers that them two players um, put up last year. Um, you know, that's big shoes to fill, and uh, you know we got two great players back this year, or three great players back in the transitions that did ha- or transactions that did happen. But um, you know, it's like I said, big shoes to fill. And, uh, you know, I think they're up for the challenge. You know, I watched a couple of the preseason games. I was at a couple of preseason games. And um, the one game I watched, Kadri looked really good out there. Um, and the other game I went to, the preseason game, was uh, Hubro's first game. Um, it was kind of the first home game here. And just kind of getting his feet wet and ended up, you know, ended up getting a goal later in that game. But it took him, uh, took him a little bit to get his stride in and maybe get used to the little bit of the thin air here in Calgary. And, and uh, but, you know, I'm excited. to. They're going to be a fun team to watch. And, and there's not many, you know, Daryl Sutter said it himself. He's like, there's not many guys that um, that he's seen or coached that can pass the puck like Huberto can. And, uh, you know, to have a guy like, you know, Toffoli on that top line with him and uh, Lindholm between the two of them, it's, uh, you know, got a couple of guys that can put the puck in the net, puck in the net when they are put in the right situation, right? You know, you mentioned business earlier, and we did a NHL preview show Tuesday down here. We had Randy Mulder there. And Nick Cousins of the Panthers. And Moeller was saying, we got rid of Huberto and Uyghur because of money, because of money. <laughs> it wasn't hockey stuff. It's like they're already saying they didn't want to get rid of those guys, right? So uh, I think the Panthers have a lot to prove. But that's the side of the game that when the trade was made, nobody really talked about that, right? It's, it was talked like a hockey trade, but the Panthers are kind of inferring that it wasn't. Yeah, it's, you know what, it's... I. I don't really know all the details on that whole, how it all went down kind of thing. Um, but you know, it's tree had to do like tree had to do something, you know, obviously, obviously Tampa probably wasn't probably on their radar or, um, for it probably wasn't on their radar either right away um, to all of a sudden get rid of one of their top goal scorers or one of their leaders on their team as well. Right. And it's just, you know, that's a, that's a big trade, you know, trading off two two big guys like that. That's a definitely uh, something you usually don't, you know, you don't really see them trades very often and it's you know i you know obviously it's gonna hopefully it works out for both teams and just kind of a little swap right make both guys happy i i agree and very excited to watch yeah. the panthers they open at the islanders tonight um so that'll be great but i'll tell you something just <clears throat> we might go a couple minutes long on this i won't keep you too long but I spent 19 weeks between Calgary and Edmonton with this show, Curtis, uh, this spring and summer. And I'm like, how long and how much can you people talk about who's better, Flames or Oilers? Like, ho, ho, ho. It's all they talk about all day. At least we finally get a chance to start getting an answer to that. My God, what a summer of discussion. A great discussion, by the way. But it's all anybody talks about. It is. That's, you know, the, you know it's, it's amazing how the north, end, north side of the city and the south are so divided when it comes to to the hockey right and uh you know it's 
they got a great they got a great thing going in both cities now, in my opinion, and it it makes it fun. Um, you know, we talked about in the past, and I've we've we've had this conversation before about you know we didn't really have that Battle of Alberta feeling and that that rivalry for so many years. Um, you know, after the kind of mid late eighties, right? And um, it's nice now to have that have that back in Alberta, and it just you know it's great for the it's great for the province, it's great for the economy, and and you know everyone's excited for it. And that's, it seems, it's, it's funny, like, you know, it's, uh, like I said, last, I watched the game last night, but talking to friends from up north last night, they're, like, buzzing, right? And just pumped for the season and can't wait for the first Battle of Alberta, Alberta game. And it's too bad, I think there's only three games between the Alberta, Battle of Alberta this year, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a fun rivalry, and it's good to have that rivalry back. And when we can have two teams that hopefully can go deep in the playoffs, it's, uh, you know, it's great for the province. Yeah, I'm excited to get back there next week. By the way, I mentioned and saw that you were born in Kindersley, but I didn't know that you grew up in Provo. Um, we had a guy with the Pats by the name of Russ Hewson. Did you ever know Russ Hewson at all? Played with us in the mid-90s, you know, Huey? Big number 28, big head on that guy. You know, is he still around there? Yeah. Do you know what? I? It's funny because, so uh, Russ's dad and my dad both ran the auction market together in Provost. And uh, so I knew Russ and uh, his br- younger brother, Steve, um they're a little older than me but yeah we used to it's funny i went to u of a golden bears camp when he was at u of a with the golden bears way back when when they were lighting it up and winning everything when he was there i went to a hockey school there one year with him like because russ was there and uh i actually it's funny his son um i ran into this summer at mickelson national here in calgary i just went to drop my kid off at uh um troy bowers kid's birthday party they went to a launch pad there and uh going to hit some balls and walk in the pro shop and russ houston's in there i was like what are you doing in town he said well his son is actually uh he's uh was here trying out for the hitman so he's uh yeah he said he told me he said uh he said he's uh what did he say about his son he's like he's got the size a little bigger than his dad or the size of his dad but he can skate a lot better than his dad can so hopefully he's got a chance (laughs) his dad his dad wasn't bad but uh that's the yeah. beautiful thing about hockey. And Troy Brower's wife, Carmen, from my hometown, Milestone, Saskatchewan, I played senior with her dad, Eugene. How yeah. about that? Curtis, uh, just before we let you go, you do so much with the alumni and charity, and you got an event coming up. Uh, what can you tell us about it? Yeah, next week already. It seems like it's this summer flew by getting this thing organized. It's, we've changed it up a little different in the past. We've done a rodeo and poker tournament kind of thing. Uh, rodeo and then poker tournament for our sponsors. It's like a fun money poker tournament that we play just for our appreciation night for the sponsors. And uh, so we changed it up a little bit. Instead of doing the rodeo, we're doing a, a four-team hockey tournament um, with all proceeds going to the Hockey Alberta Foundation and, and um, Ronald McDonald House Charities of Alberta. So it's uh, kind of a new a new gig for us um bringing in um 20 some alumni so we're gonna have five alumni in each team of the four teams and kind of a real cool personal experience that they can play with and sit there and have that many alumni in one tournament and then uh obviously have the rest of the day going um after that but we're excited to do it um first year back doing it but the the you know the sponsorships coming in it's still coming in it's been good um, but the response I got, like you see, you're talking about our alumni here in Calgary and the guys that we do have around and, and in Alberta, um, from other teams and the response I got back from the guys when I first put this together and the crew of guys we got coming is pretty, pretty awesome. And, uh, I'm excited to, I'm excited to kick her off next week and see how we can, uh, grow it for the next year and build it. And, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun event and can't wait to do it. Get her going next week. 
Awesome. Well, let us know how we can help. And Curtis, I hope for sure to get you down to the Gray Eagle uh, at some point for a show. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks for the time, Curtis. You're such a great guy. Thanks for that. And uh, appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. We'll chat soon. Curtis Glencross joining us from Alberta. We'll be back with a viewer takeover. Luke Gazdick coming up in hour two. It's the RP show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and of course on the radio, your home of Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Went a little long with Curtis Glencross, but that's okay. Everybody loved it. Corey May watching online says, I love hearing from NHL veterans like Curtis. Allie down in Texarkana says, good interview. I love when players support the franchise even after their time has ended. It's the best, the best. And uh, speaking of that, Curtis Glencross was at that golf tournament that I was at, charity golf tournament for Rocky Mountain Rotary in June, where we did the show from there. Remember, guys? And I came in and emceed the supper that night. And I'm just, the reason I bring that up was I singled out Bo Levi Mitchell. He was one of the 19 celebrities in the crowd. Who would have thought then? I think it was June 15th that he wouldn't even be playing a few months later for the Calgary Stampeders. That's how you never know. You never know how things are going to go. Show up, do your best, make the world a better place, be kind when you don't have viewers annoying you. And uh, that's the secret. Sports update. Let's do it again. What the heck? The Calgary Flames open their regular season at home tonight as they welcome the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche at the Scotiabank Saddledome. I say this is the top two teams in the Western Conference. Let's get it on because we don't get along. Tonight's winner will achieve NHL supremacy for one night. The Toronto Maple Leafs play the second game of a back-to-back with opener against the Washington Capitals. Their home opener against the Cavs tonight. The Leafs coming off a 4-3 loss at the Montreal Canadiens. Wednesday night, Josh Anderson scoring the winner with 19 seconds to go. Ottawa Senators taking to the ice in Buffalo in their regular season opener. We have at least one Sabres fan watching. It's Jenna down in Southern California. There's your daily Buffalo Sabres update. Halifax Mayor Mike Savage says that his city is going ahead with hosting the upcoming Men's World Junior Hockey Championships. And again, barring any last-minute issues, Savage also said Hockey Canada scandals should not cancel the tournament. He's the guy that initially said they were going to, so actually was the premier of Nova Scotia. So thank you, Mike. I like that, Mike. Last minute of play in hour one. I like that mayor of Halifax, Mike Savage. Is he a right-wing guy? Can anybody tell me? He must be. Two of Curling Canada's prominent supporters are rolling their support behind an upcoming international curling event in Canada next April. BKT Tires and OK Tire will continue their partnership with Curling Canada and the World Curling Federation as the title sponsors of the World Men's Curling Championship. So the 2023 BK Tires and OK Tire World Men's Curling Championship is scheduled for TD Place in Ottawa. April 1st to the 9th. 
This sports update for Edo Japan with freshly made food and high-quality ingredients. Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. Get a stretch the back in the break here. Moose will rejoin us in hour two. We got a lot to get to. Stick around, everybody, here on Game Plus and WQEE Radio. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.